If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, it is Thursday on this show. You know what that means? We got Dynamite to talk about from last night. Holy smokes. What a night of pro wrestling we got on Dynamite. Three awesome matches. And we also had the Guns winning the tag team titles at the end of the show. So we'll get into all of it here today. But uh, we got that. We got NXT numbers. Got updates on Gigi Dolan. A lot of people want to talk about that MJF promo and uh, plenty more. But first, the good news from uh, Dutch Mantel here. So they talked to Jerry Lawler today in the hospital. Happy to report that he sounds good. Kevin, his son, called me from the hospital, put Jerry on the line. Kevin said he is expected to be in the hospital until Monday and then will stay for 30 days in his condo in Fort Myers as he can't be cleared to fly. So all in all, it looks good for the King. Thank you, Kevin, for the call. And he's got a photo of Jimmy Hart and Jerry that was taken at the hospital. And he also notes here's another shot of Jimmy Hart. Just hours ago, he visited the King, Jerry Lawler, in the hospital in Fort Myers, Florida. Jerry's expected to be released from the hospital early next week. We'll spend the next few weeks recuperating in Florida. Good luck from the Dutchman. And, uh... Man, this photo of of uh, of Jimmy Hart, like uh, he's always Jimmy Hart. He looks exactly like he looked in about 1980. He's got the same sunglasses, got the same hairdo, got the same suit jacket on, and he's uh, he's here showing Jerry photos from his career. So uh, hopefully things continue on an upward trajectory for Jerry Lawler. That is the latest. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, 
you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right, for about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like Cody. What do y'all want to talk about? And that's how I start the show. We have a lot of options here today. But I do want to do a couple of of updates on injuries. I don't have an update on Bunny other than I watched it and uh, it did not look good. And uh, apparently it was not good. So I don't know if she has a concussion. I don't know anything like that. But she got smashed at the end of that match when uh, they were doing a series of suplexes. And the timing ended up being off on the second one. 
And, man, she went up and twisted and then fell down on her head. And then Jamie Hayter landed on her head. And she grabbed her head. And then they immediately uh, did the lariat finish and, and got Bunny out of there. So hopefully she's all right. But if it looked bad, it was bad. Now, uh, the other one that actually looked really bad, and I don't want to say it wasn't bad, but uh, Gigi Dolan is fine. She uh, apparently is fine. So uh, she got thrown into a door that didn't open, and then she got her face smashed in between a foot and a door that didn't open. But, uh, you know, she's she's tough, and she's done a lot of a lot of matches, and apparently... I guess it looked worse than it was because, man, that did not look good at all. But they are going to keep her, they're doing an injury angle, so she's not going to be on TV for a, a few weeks to sell what looked like practically a career-ending injury. But uh, she is apparently all right. So those are, uh, I guess, the two two injuries, obviously, aside from Jerry Lawler, which you talked about at the opening of the show, but... There we go. That's uh, that's the update on those two. What do you want to talk about, Mike? I don't know, Brian. There were a couple of really good matches on AEW last night. I don't know if you want to get into that this early in the show. What is the chat saying to you right now? What are they opining about in there? Well, you know. If we go by the uh, uh, preview that DJ did, sounds to me like MJF, that MJF promo. Oh. Yeah, MGF did a promo last night, and uh, the story, long story short, is that a long time ago, he had uh, he had a Camaro. <laughs> and, like, as soon as he mentioned a Camaro, it was like, this is preposterous. But then he starts telling the story, and then it wasn't so preposterous. It's a rich kid from Long Island. Why are you shocked about this? Uh, just of all the cars, a Camaro. But anyway, he's talking about he had this car, and and there was this... this girl that he really liked and he had uh driven too fast one too many times and he was essentially i think he said one point i I, i've never been cited for uh excessive speeding or anything like that so i don't know how these points work but sounds to me like one more strike you're out they were going to take his license and so you know he met this girl that he fell in love with she was just everything he ever wanted and they got in the car, and, you know, one thing led to another. And then, I guess it was raining, or he, he went too fast. Oh, don't skip it. He was getting top in the well, car. Well, I know that, but, like, something happened afterwards. It was afterwards, he noted. It was not during the act. It was afterwards. Something happened, and they spun out of control, and they smashed into a tree. And, uh, you know, she was she was alive, but in bad shape. And this guy was so despicable that uh, as he saw the cops coming, he put her in the driver's seat. So that way he didn't get that strike that had his license revoked. And the point of the promo was what a horrible person he was. And he was admittedly a horrible, horrible person. And he was going to take all of his pain and, and et cetera out on Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, at this pay-per-view. And uh, obviously, you know, some people thought the promo was awesome. Some people hated the promo. Some people thought they shouldn't have done this promo uh, right after what happened with with uh, Jay Briscoe. And listen, you know, 
Filthy's sister died in a car accident. And him and MJF were going back and forth on Twitter. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody, you know, if you if you were offended, you shouldn't be. I would never say that. Some people were really didn't like it. You know, I here's what I will say, though, because there's a few things about this promo. Uh, number one, I mean, you know, I, I, I did think about Jay Briscoe at one point during this promo. But... Uh, as far as like the timing goes, and people are like, you know, if they did this in WWE, people would be really mad. See, the thing with with when they used to do things like this in WWE is, it was not, you know, some wrestler got in a car accident, and then someone did a promo referencing a car accident, you know, a couple of weeks later. It was, you know, Eddie Guerrero died, and Randy Orton says, Eddie Guerrero is in hell. It's Charlotte Flair mentioning her brother, who died in in a promo, I don't think this. I, I you know this wasn't done to get heat based on what happened with Jay Briscoe. If you think that he should have saved this for another time, fine. You know I'm not going to argue that at all. But this was not a thing where you know in the middle of the promo he goes like Jay. It was nothing like that. It was it was a story that involved a car accident. That that happened to come in close proximity to what happened. They they were not trying to get heat as a result of what happened to Jay Briscoe. But you know, again, if you think it was too soon, I'm not going to argue that. Now, MJF actually got in this accident. Okay. Now the story he told is not what happened. Uh, the the girl that he was referencing, uh, there was once apparently a girl named Liv. But it was not Liv Morgan, and Liv was not in the car. He uh, he did, I guess, spin out with a bunch of his football buddies in in high school or whatever, and he did crash into a tree. And he did. Uh, it was a very very serious car accident. And the thing with MJF is he likes to bring things that happened in his life into his promos. And he did the one about the football team. Uh, you know, the one a few months ago where essentially he turned himself babyface with William Regal. And, you know, he used this one this week. And then he changed the end because the idea was he wanted to convince people that he was a horrible person. But it wasn't like a story that he made up whole cloth. I mean, 80% of it was true. And then he made up the other 20% to to get himself over as a as a heel. So... You know, that's a story. He doesn't want to be liked, obviously. He wants He's you to He's not over him. as a heel? No, he is over as a heel. That's what I thought. But and this would have been a great origin story at the beginning. Did this make you, Brian Alvarez, want to see this match anymore? Well, Do I mean, you really believe in real life that he's any more evil of a person because of what he said on the show? Well, One here's the, the thing. One of the things I was thinking is... This fake, phony nonsense, yeah, okay, it was a real wreck that he built, you know, a whole uh, bunch of fiction around, but it didn't, to me, fit with what's going on. He's evil. Okay, we keep hearing this over and over. Like, do we need to have a weird origin story every time he cuts a promo? Just cut a promo on wanting to rip Brian Danielson's arm off and beating him with it. It just seemed to be real juxtaposed that this story is done and it's like, what does this have to do with pro wrestling? If this is supposed to be real, 
Like, well, I don't care that you changed her name in the story. Like, are the parents going to come back after you because you just admitted to doing something? It's like it had no place, really, in well, what's going on with the story. His Apparently what he wants is to remind you on a weekly basis that he is a hateable person. And, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, I don't know. I mean... It's a choice. That's what he wants to do. And he wants to be disliked. He wants people to dislike him as a television character. Apparently, he's he's happy with people thinking he went too far in a promo. He wants to be disliked. He does not want to be that heel that, you know, you boo the heel, and then you're like, ah, man, I really like that guy, but I like his heel. He wants to be disliked. That's what he wants to do. And that's how he wants to differentiate himself from all of the other heels in wrestling. So, anyway... You mentioned, uh, what did you just say, like, or the parents or whatever? Well, we'll talk about that after the break. It's over life. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So 
So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. So uh, he's telling this story, and then he gets to the part at the end about how I, I switched places with her. At that point, the story is like just preposterous. It's ridiculous. And uh, even even uh, Dom during the break. You want to tell everyone what your mom said, Dom? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, so my mom enjoys watching Dynamite with me, and obviously... She is not a longtime wrestling fan, so she's going to poke holes in absurd stories and promos like this one. She goes, wait, if he switched places with her, and he said her head went into the windshield, so she's got a massive head injury. He's in the passenger seat with no head injury, but a big hole or dent in the windshield. That makes no sense. Wouldn't the police know that he was the clearly the one driving? Mm-hmm. Dom's mom poking holes in the story right here. But, you know, it's funny I mentioned this because uh, Dom's mom immediately was just like, this story is a bunch of hooey. And then, you know, you you hear the story. And then when he gets to the, it's not a punchline, but whatever the twist is or whatever at the end, that's when you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like, maybe the rest is true, but that part's ridiculous. I think most people thought that, but not all. Today... Wrestle Ops here. Says, War of the Worlds. It says uh, police received over 300 phone calls last night. Following the MGF promo on Dynamite, the Nassau Police Department reported that they were flooded with over 300 phone calls following the promo by MJF. The police have released a statement saying they will be investigating the claims but believe it has to do with a fictional story on a television show. And uh, I can I can tell you this, okay? I read that and I was like, no, come on. No way. There's no way that happened. And I I can tell you this that I don't know if it was actually over 300, but uh absolutely 100% they got a bunch of phone calls. That's not a joke. A bunch of fans legitimately called the Nassau Police Department to report MJF. Good use of your time in the police's resources, folks. Good job. Good job, wrestling fan, if you were one of those 300. This bro should just retire now. Hey, hey, people always say how old school he is. Like, this would be something that would happen back in the day. Somebody, something happens somewhere, they're calling the cops. Oh, my God, they're killing them. All that sort of stuff. So, I guess notch another one, and MJF is so old school. So, there you go. (laughs) 425-780-7566 is the phone number. Cheap. 
if you would like to, uh, to text us here. Tony Khan believes AEW will receive more in media rights fees going forward. He spoke to Up... I think it's Up Rocks. Up Rocks, yes. But on our site here says Up Rooks. I mean, I should, maybe I should grab that URL. Up Rooks. I expect big increases in the rights for the AEW programs, and we're on a good pace to make a very lucrative deal for the AEW media rights going forward, said Tony Khan. This this is a Tony Khan statement I'm about to read for you. We've done 174 episodes of Dynamite, 80 episodes of Rampage. Our 17th pay-per-view will be March 5th in Revolution. So we've done hundreds and hundreds of hours of AEW content in our library. And they bought Ring of Honor, so he thinks they're going to do well. And I think they probably will do well. Because, you know, whatever all of the, uh, the uh, folks on Twitter go nutty about every uh, Thursday afternoon... I mean, they're constantly in the top five, and uh, and I think they're going to do all right when it's time to uh, to make a new deal. Probably the case, because I don't know what exactly how much they're getting for production each episode, but you compare that to some of the original programming that airs on some of these channels and or some of the sports fees that you kick out, and you, you look at it much like USA looks at WWE and you see the value in it, and I think that's probably going to be the case here. It was interesting to me that initially when he talked about Ring of Honor, he said he only shopped it to Warner Brothers Discovery when they passed on it, he didn't shop it anywhere else. So it'll be interesting to see if they try to work ROH into this deal. There's still some question. Yesterday, there was the HBO Max Discovery Plus. Seems like there's going to be a separation with those two streaming services. Can they come up with a deal to work to, you know, work? I know they're owned by two separate entities, technically. Can they come up with something where AEW and ROH can have their own instead of just Honor Club? Maybe they can rethink that. I, I don't know, but the Bleacher Report aspect of things needs to go out of Warner Brothers Discovery incredibly quickly, regardless of where AEW streaming uh, streaming rights and the library itself actually lands. Vengeance Day, Fallout NXT, 562,000 viewers, down 4.3%. 50th on cable, 0.11%. Obviously, they were going up against the State of the Union address. And normally, things like that don't affect NXT, but it affected them a bit this time. 24 million viewers for the State of the Union. Even the old people came out. MLW Underground on Reels, 79,000 viewers. Finished 132nd, 0.03 in 18 to 49. Although, if you compare it to some of the other shows on Reels, some of the other wrestling shows that have done uh, well for Reels, it did well. So we'll see Wrestling where it goes. Shows. And the eighteen to forty nine, I mean, even though it's a it's a point oh three at eighteen to forty nine, of those seventy nine thousand viewers, over half of those were eighteen to forty nine. And there's no wrestling show right now where over half the viewers are eighteen to forty nine. So those are the numbers there. And uh should not come as a surprise to anybody. But the uh quarter hour numbers for Raw and SmackDown well, at the end of SmackDown, when uh, Roman and Sammy came out whoosh, through the uh, stratosphere, it worked. And then uh, on Raw, when when Cody came out for the Cody Paul Heyman segment in the third hour, by the way, whoosh, in the stratosphere, 
So they actually have uh, two big matches on the next two big pay-per-views. And people are super into these two stories. So, you know, I know people, oh, well, Sammy, Cody, these people are super into this Cody thing. And they're super into the Sammy thing. So uh, now it's all about not screwing it up. (laughs) I got to hit a home run every week. Hey, this was the silver lining in the injury that happened to Cody because it looked like if there were no setbacks, he would be back in time for the Royal Rumble. So it's like, well, you already kind of know you got an idea for the Royal Rumble and maybe for WrestleMania. Can you keep the bloodline hot? Can you keep things going? And they were absolutely able to do that. So perfect time of year to get hot. I was really surprised. I didn't see the Raw quarters, but I did see the SmackDown quarters. And not only did it jump over 300, was it 303,000 people, I think it was. The steady line that they had, including that little bump that they had into the second hour, I mean, their number throughout was really, really impressive because nobody touched the uh, remote control, it doesn't look like. This person here says, Dave on Observer Radio last night was saying he did AEW. Oh, man, everyone's talking about this one. AEW does not currently have a baby face that is their top guy. Do you think Jungle Boy Jack Perry could be that guy down the line? Oh, man, I swear Maybe. to God, I thought you guys did that on purpose. Like, had some hyperbole put up there on the video, and, oh, man, do they need a new baby face? And then I saw the reaction to it, and, man, People got really right mad about do. that. I don't even know people, why. People are all upset. I mean... They have baby faces. Look, they're just two of them are tied up with each other right now in Adam Page and John Moxley. I don't think finding somebody from the outside is going to do it. When you have those two guys and Ricky Starks, who's right there, unless something stupid happens with Chris Jericho, he comes out of that feud. I would figure that's kind of your guy for at least a little while as far as hot baby face goes, but... I don't know. You can't magically create one from the outside. You're not going to magically be able to sign one. Doesn't seem like right now. What name is big enough to do it? You got them there. You just got to keep pushing them up a little bit. Well, I mean, this is the guys. same reason I was arguing that MJF should have gone babyface. He shouldn't have, though, Brian. He should he have. He shouldn't have by everything that you said at the beginning of this thing. Plus, Absolutely the bottom have. line is you still need a hot heel. And if you take MJF off that side, who's replacing him? Besides Chris Jericho, you could turn anybody. Who's it could turn enough. Moxley? Who's hot? You could turn Daniel Maybe Bryan. Moxley, you could turn but I all still sorts think of guys. MJF. That's that is still Alistair crazy Black. I mean, there's there's a hundred guys that you could turn you to. Get, uh, uh, no, you got to also the top get Alistair baby Black hot too. I mean, my God, they also have to wrestle on Dynamite, which apparently is one of Eddie Kingston's big problems. If you're looking at him uh, being a guy that could be the hot baby face, uh, I'm not sure what's going on with him and MJF and everybody else who's a pillar on Twitter, but uh, Eddie Eddie is venting, I guess. Literally, my, my whole point was that it is hard to just create a top baby face. But when a guy's gone and he comes back, and no matter what he does, the people just want to cheer him. Bro, 
It happened. But the problem is also with AEW is everything. Chris Jericho did the reveal on Ricky Starks. They popped for that. No, damn. I know, but it was it was a moment with MJF. It was week after week after week. They had to literally have him come out and do pre-take promos on the crowd to try to get the people to boo him. Bruh. And it didn't even work. The only way that get out of here. We gotta go to a break. Observer live. Danielson turn now. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder is jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh well, try shredding these fifty-dollar bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Dancing crew, trip for two, nailed the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know what's funny? Oh, here we go. I'm just going to make it quick, then i got to do the report. All right. So Dave says, we need a top baby face, okay? And they, and they don't have one right now. And everybody gets mad and they go, dude, there's a thousand baby face. There's a thousand people that can make the top baby face. That was the argument. Why does Dave say there's no baby face? When there's all these guys that they could make the top baby face if they wanted to. Yet I say... MJF should have been the top babyface. And the response is, oh, they got, they got no heels. <laughs> no, that's not the only reaction, Dude, Brian. There's a hundred guys you can make a top heel. Oh, my God. Don't strap Golly. yourself to the cross like this. Don't do Golly. it, please. Oh, my God. Hey, look, we another name that was mentioned, Adam Cole. There's another one who was not mentioned during the previous segment there, but... Right now, unvarnished, untouched. People love seeing him. People love having him there. Don't get cute with it. Give him a couple wings. Build up everything that Adam Cole was. It's not like people aren't going to stop. Are going to stop saying "baby" now. So that would be another great option to go ahead and use. So this dynamite show opened up with MJF against Takeshita, and uh, lo and behold, match was great. Crowd was hot this match by the way in fact the crowd was hot from the moment this show began until that one two three in the main event and then they died but man they were hot for this they were hot for Takeshita they booed and cheered MJF he had a dueling crowd and finally at the end he put old Takeshita in his uh, Fujiwara armbar, and then the rolling Fujiwara, and he tapped him out to show you, the fans, if I get a hold of Danielson's arm, I'm going to rip it off, and he'll give up. But it was great. We had uh, Samoa Joe threatening old Wardlow, because that, that feud's going to continue. Yeah, hmm, if only we had... Great heels for a babyface MJF. Can't possibly be this Samoa Joe. Oh, no. Will you stop going back God, to your nonsense, I, I please? You didn't get one. what you wanted, and you're just going to beat us get. over the head with it forever. Yep. We got it. You sure wanted am. MJF to be a babyface. Sure Great. Yep. And he wasn't. So hey, are we going to do this reporter? Are you going to keep I don't on know. Are you going to keep throwing up the Jamie fact Hader that you're on a cross for MJF? The bunny. And they had a good match until Bunny got dropped on her head, and then Jamie fell on her head, and then they went home. So uh, the Bunny will not be getting a championship match against so Bunny. Went to a medical Jamie, facility, maybe. Not, Jamie not home. had a heel promo with Tony and Soraya. They attacked the librarian, old Leva. <laughs> so hokey. So bad. Leva was so mad about having an L painted on her, but she's a librarian. I mean, what's the problem? It's like having a Letterman's jacket. She has a big L on her now because she's a librarian. And Lexi Nair interviews MJF, and we got the promo we've been talking about for most of the show. We had the uh, gauntlet. And am I the only one that thought that if Ricky won, like he would get Jericho at the pay-per-view or next week or whatever? Well, they announced on this show that if he he goes through the whole gauntlet, he gets Jericho on this show. So he beats Angelo Parker. He beats Matt Menard. And then it comes down to Daniel Garcia. 
and they're having a match. They're brawling around ringside, and a man in a mask. I wish he, you know what he, I wish he would have one of those creepy, uncanny valley human masks where he had a mask of Chris Jericho on Chris <laughs> Jericho. But this guy in the no, crowd, you're taking away from the Sting one then. Bam! He hits. Uh, he hits him with the elbow, which apparently the ref didn't see. And Ricky starts. He should have had an Excalibur mask thrown in the ring and pinned. May have been for all I know. That should have been. <laughs> and then he gets in the ring, unmasks. It's Chris Jericho. So they are making Ricky jump through hoops to get this match with Chris Jericho at the pay per view, which I expect he will win again. So we'll see. We'll see what they do here. We had an acclaimed promo. This Bowens doesn't trust this Papa ass. Ass dad. So then they did the segment where Brian's getting ready with Takesh in the locker room. And all of a sudden the door locks. He's locked in. And so Roosh is in the ring for the match, the final match that Danielson has to do to get a shot at MGF in the Iron Man match. And MGF runs down to the ring and goes, where's Brian? He's not here. Aubrey, you need to count to ten. So she hates this guy, but it is her job. So she's like... One! He's like, come on, count! She just looks at him. I heard what you did to that live. Yeah, I did. But you know what? You're right. What comes after one? Oh, yeah. Two! So Brian's trying to get out of this locker room. And all he can do is rush through the door. Which, uh... If MJF were smart, he would have gotten that door from NXT. But no... It's just the door at the building, and Brian Danielson smashes through with his bad shoulder. Now his shoulder's really messed up. You notice as a worker, I, I, I went with this one, but then I grabbed the left side. So he goes down to the ring, and it's Brian Danielson versus Roosh. And you know, like, I don't like to get on the fans, but let me tell you something. I heard so many people last night, I think they think they're cool by going, Oh, I turned off the show at 9. I, I don't like this AW. Bro, if you turned off this show at nine, you're an idiot. Okay. What, why did they turn off the show? I don't know. They have these excuses, but MJF. This Too match, much MJF. You this, sound like Kingston. This match was so awesome. Like I can't even put into words how awesome this Roosh versus you know this this Roosh guy. You know, people in you know he kind of had you know when he worked lucha in Mexico and everything, kind of had this reputation of well, you know. If you're looking for big flips and luch and everything, yeah, he's all right or whatever. He's got a lot of personality, but, well, dude, take this guy and put him in a brawl. And, dude, this guy is absolutely awesome. That The brawl that he had with Moxley, now the brawl he had here with Danielson, they had the best, like, this guy better score high in best brawler. They just fought, and they beat the crap out of each other, and Danielson gigged, and Rush is just killing this guy, and, and MJF's cheering on come. No way Brian can survive this one. And then, of course, you know, Brian eventually hits the knee and, and gets the pin. Golly G Willikers! This match was just great! Awesome. Great match. Absolutely awesome. And then MJF comes down, puts him in the arm bar, and tries to tear his, his old wing off. Then, we had some Impractical Jokers deal. Then we had the Elite against AR Fox and Top Flight. I don't care what anybody says. This was a tale of two matches. Before the break, it was, you know, 
the Young Bucks aren't going to have a bad match, but it was there, you know. Dante's goes for a dropkick. He's a little too close. They try this spot. It's not perfect. I'm watching and going, eh, you know, this is fine. It's not going to be bad or anything like that. And then it went to commercial, and uh, they came back, and oh, my God, the second half of this match was so awesome. And they're trying everything, every crazy spot, and they're pulling off every single one, and the place is going crazy. And the key is that, yes, Top Flight beat the Bucks in a tag match. We all knew it was going to happen. Now you do a six-man with AR Fox, and you beat AR Fox. So you don't change the trio's titles, but you also don't actually beat Top Flight. You beat their partner. But not only did they do that, they took it one step further, which is, we can't beat AR Fox! And they try this finish, he gets out. They try this finish, he counters. They go for the one-winged angel, he does a cradle. Like, he can't, they can't get him. And so finally they're doing a thing, and Kenny happens to flash pin him with a cradle. I was like, man, you could not have done more for these guys in this feud. Like, it was so good. And I loved that match. And then, well, you know, then we had the main event. Boy, you did not like this, do you? I did not like this. I did not think the match was very good. I thought they did a total TNA finish. And it's a ref bump. Here comes daddy ass. He saves the guy. Another belt shot. And then, you know, Bones gets pinned. And the guns are the tag team champions. And, like, Dave is is defending this, like, well, you know, the acclaim, they they need challengers. We got to be... And I'm thinking, bro, do you realize... Do you realize Roman Reigns hasn't been beaten in 845 days or whatever? And I've been saying that for years. Like, it's just one guy after another that you know is going to lose to Roman Reigns. It's like, and they never beat him. The acclaimed, when they came out, were so over. And no... You didn't need to beat them. No, we're not out of tag teams. We had so many tag teams, they had to create a six-man title. There's a thousand teams that could have been next for the acclaimed. But they decided to beat them, and it was via cheating. So I presume the acclaimed are just going to win the tag team titles back. It's possible that FTR is going to return and and beat the guns, and uh, they'll become the champions. But man... It was not time. Bro, I don't have anything against the ass boys. You guys don't get it, okay? (laughs) This is not about the ass boys. It's about the acclaimed. The acclaimed did not need to lose. The acclaimed did not need to be beaten. There was nothing that necessitated them losing. We don't have a lack of teams. We don't have a lack of, of nothing. They were over. They were arguably among the most overacts on the entire roster. Wait a second. Wait, just losing the belts. If they don't have the belts and all of a sudden the act falls, like then they were never like something. I don't believe there's to me a lot of truth. And I, I'm not discounting anything that you're saying because I think you have valid criticisms. But if this is if there's a greater story here at play, which is possibly FTR coming back, which would make sense with how they left and the door they left open with the guns, then okay, because the acclaimed 
don't need those belts. They are going to be over. Now, if this is just going to be flipping and flopping it back and forth, yes, I agree with you. But I don't think... But last night, to me, the last thing I'll say is they went one twist too many. To me, the referee distracted, and the belt shot would have been enough not having Billy Gunn run down or any of that sort of stuff. To me, that's when it was too over the top. But other than that... I really don't hate this to the level that you do. Oh, I was not a fan. And listen, yeah, I know that the guns beat FTR the last time we saw FTR. I know they did that weird funeral thing, okay? But to me, FTR returning to win the AW Tag Team titles, which they could never win, to me, I want to see them feud with the acclaimed, not the guns. I think there'll be much, much better matches. I, I would agree with you with that, too. But if you have I mean, to maybe face teams, because here's the thing. FTR comes back in, and again, they can play heelish, but the fans are going to love them, at least initially, for a little while. Well, you it's know, hard for me to I, believe they won't. I saw them against the acclaimed, and it was not an issue that we had two babyface teams. The fans still went crazy for it. What about all the other teams, though? That's the one thing, too, is they have all of these tag teams, and as a fan of tag team wrestling, I love tag team wrestling. I really wish we would have more impact on these teams and more going on, but that's up and down the show with some of these feuds and the way people will drop off and come back on shows, you know, months at a time, you know, weeks at a time, they're gone, and then they pop back. So I don't know. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308.
This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So a lot of great stuff on that show. And Vinny and I will be back tonight to talk about AEW and NXT. We'll get Vinny's thoughts on this MJF rigmarole. See what he thinks. I'd say the voice of reason, but uh, you know that's not it. Wait, you just threw him under the bus yesterday calling him a jerk. So what do you now he's the voice of reason? I called Vinny a jerk? Yeah. When? At some point during the show yesterday. No, I think I was talking about you. No, no, no. You I don't said remember. That Vinny. I don't remember calling Vinny a jerk. I think I think you said he was a jerk because, he, yeah, he wasn't a nice guy. It was something like that. Yeah, somebody go back and actually rewind and find that, please. And I'll call you out for uh, on it tomorrow. Anybody remember? Yeah, this person goes, I only called Vinny an idiot. Oh, I'm sorry, an idiot. Yeah. Now he's the voice of reason. This idiot is your voice no, of reason, No, some people right? believe he's the voice of reason, but those people are wrong. But some people believe that, you know. You're uh, going to re-put you one day, buddy. He must have criticized NXT. Yeah. Probably. That's probably what it was. Maybe he didn't like Kiana James and Fallon Henley, and he had something to say about them, and you got all upset. Mm. Mm. Well, anyway, that'll be tonight. Uh, Video.f4wonline.com. And by the way, make sure you, as they said on the front page, slam that subscribe button. We're almost at 100K. I cannot wait. Oh, boy. To hit that big 100K. I'm going to set up a thing right there for that plaque. We're going to proudly display it on this show every day. It's going to be great. So anyway, we're out of time. I want to thank you all for listening. Back tomorrow with more Wrestling Observer Live.